It's a little bit too optimistic. Happy this music. Packers 24, Bears 14. Aaron Rodgers now 21 and 5 against the Bears with 57 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. Hampton OB, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. 24 14. The Bears just proved today, I think, that we all can agree they're just not quite ready for prime time. No, they're not. And yet we, we talked at ad nauseum in the pregame about how important it would be. For not only you know the players to be ready to play, but for the coaches, bingo, to do, to do the best job they could <clears throat> at having game plans designed to be effective, to be productive. We had the ball ten times on drives, the very first one, and then one there late in the uh, early in the fourth quarter where we drove for touchdowns. So two of ten times, this idiotic bunch of creeps that are coaching the offense earn their 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 salaries you said three weeks ago there's 25 coaches on this team ob 26 we should fire every one including of them. Every, the main dumbo i'm just telling you how stupid can you be <clears throat> we played into the hands of the packers <clears throat> today we did exactly what they wanted us to do we didn't threaten them until late in the game. Now think about this. OB, you and I were screaming the entire day. Early in the game, the Packers center went out. Okay, big deal. He snaps the ball. Well, guess what? You got a backup center in there, and not one time, not one time over the next 25 plays did they put somebody on his nose. That's right. To make him understand, you know, he's got to make sure he gets a snap and then get his hands up to block. We saw our center muff a, a, a ball and not even get the snap off because he was so concerned with Kenny Clark on his nose. But simple things like that. Think about this. Both offensive tackles, backups, the center, backup, three out of the five offensive linemen in this game for the Packers were backups on the defensive side. Savage left the game after he hit Herbert and, and got a concussion. So, both starting corners are down, and now the safety. Three out of the four starting secondary members of the Packers did not play in this game in the second half. Unbelievable. And yet we only threw the ball down the field in the middle on that one lone touchdown drive. The rest of the time, we were sending our receivers deep outs. All these idiotic pass plays where the quarterback had no option and he had to sit back there, pat the ball, then start having to figure out how to evade the pressure or get sacked. I'm telling you, folks, I'm telling you, if I watch this game film with these coaches, they wouldn't want to walk out of the room. They would be so embarrassed because we were so stupid today. I'll tell you, Danny, absolutely. I mean, (laughs) there's really nowhere to go. Those are the words. Stupid. Stupid, stupid. Stupid is, stupid does. How in God's name on offense, there's five offensive linemen, a guard, two centers, and two tackles. Three of their starters go down in the first quarter for Green Bay. Three of them coming in behind three backups are playing against our vaunted defensive line and linebackers. Four defensive backs. Three starters went out for Green Bay. And we don't attack the center of the field. 
We don't go deep. They got outcoached from beginning to end. We had no answer. They had no answer to put our kids in a winning position. How the hell is it that you can have three offensive linemen from Green Bay go out, I believe it's in the first quarter, and you mean to tell me you you don't attack, you don't go after people? Lose, then they lose three defensive backs, and you don't attack downfield? You can't make this stuff up. You can't be that stupid at this level. That's what lost this game today. I hope somewhere in in Chicago, some paper has the guts to put out who lost the Bears' stupid coaches. Because that's exactly what happened, folks. That's what you saw. Let me tell you a story. After the 2018 season, we we opened the 19 season, and everybody thought the Bears were going to the Super Bowl. Remember that was after the double doink playoff loss, where we we couldn't even beat a depleted uh, Philadelphia Eagles team with their backup quarterback, who's now watching from our sideline. But everybody thought, "Oh, the Bears, we're ready to go." I was on the sideline, standing on the Green Bay sidelines, Ob, before the game. And I was talking to Murphy, their uh, general manager. And I was kind of chit-chatting with him. And I was struck by how confident they were. They were almost chipper. And I thought, hey, you you guys worried about getting it handed to you today? And they're like, not really, not really. And you know why? It's it's now kind of unfolding. That coaching staff in Green Bay is so much smarter than ours. They're not worried about these games. Danny, it's sickening. It's sickening. It's actually, it's what it is, folks. And boy, if it sounds, well, this is, we're a little too strong saying this or whatever. No, it's not, folks. No, it's not. They have no concept, no concept of how to win a football game at this level. And I'm, 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 I'm so infuriated to sit there and watch four quarters, four quarters with a quarterback, and and we're and we're doing some running, and then we don't come with play action. We don't go down the field when three again defensive back starters for Green Bay are out, and you don't attack downfield. Three offensive starters for Green Bay's offensive line are out in the, basically the first quarter, and you don't attack. You don't blitz. You don't come with line tricks. You don't come with middle linebacker tri- uh, presses, red dogs, and it's right in front of you, and you let Aaron Rodgers control the game for four quarters while you play stupid football. I'm talking... Hey, f- hey, Dan, Chicago I, I, Bear I, I, fans, let me tell you this. You didn't hear this. It was on television when Aaron Rodgers drove them for the decisive touchdown in the south end zone. And then he ran it in because we didn't have any contain and ran in for the touchdown. He's in the end zone screaming, I own you. I own you to the fans. And let me tell you, you know why he owns? And a sliding. You know why he owns us? Because our coaching staff is the dumbest in the league. They are. They are, folks. I'm, and I ain't backing off from this. You're looking at one stupid coaching staff, folks. They have no – Nagy has no business being a head coach 
and what the hell went on today, folks? And and I know all the fans are out there cheering. Everybody was ready, and I thought that we were ready to go after them. And when you see things unfold, the first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter, and we don't take advantage of it, we have no other plan but to play stupid football? Come on! George McCaskey, enough is enough already! How can you sit there and watch a team and not take advantage of a depleted team man-wise? Six starters are out! And you don't attack. You don't go after him. God. That's 312-981-7200. Let's take a needed breather here, and we'll keep it rolling. We're with you till 5. Hampton OB. Bears go down 24-14. I want to get to the defense late in the fourth quarter coming on back here, if that's okay with and you guys. And there was a bunch of loafing going on, and I'm, I'm, it makes me yes, sick in my was, stomach. Dan. I'm telling you, a bunch of our DBs, Jalen Johnson, a bunch of them, they were avoiding tackles. Eddie Jackson, they were they were trying to get out of the way. And I'm, I, it doesn't make me happy to say this. It make it guts me. But I'm telling you, this idiotic coach that thinks everybody's his best friend. Guess what? When the chips are down, everybody's starting to look at how they can just get through the game and get their paycheck and line up again next week. Ob. Hampton OB, sponsored by your local Chevy dealer, ChevyDriveChicago.com. Quick timeout. We're back with your calls and a whole lot of reaction till 5, 720 WGN. That was a 10-play, 80-yard drive, 17-14. Bears were right there with 8.44 to go in the fourth quarter, and then Aaron Rodgers happened again. Seven plays, 75 yards down the field, into the end zone with the capper. When the discount double check and screaming at the Bears fans, I still own you. You, you know, I want to tell you something here. The, I think it was the first offensive lineman, Danny, and jump in when you're ready here. The first offensive lineman that went down in the first quarter was their center. Okay? The that was center. Josh, well, Josh the, Myers. The, was it the center? Josh he, Myers. Yes, but the two offensive tackles, Bakhtari and uh, the other dude on the, on the right side, I can't remember his name, they, they, they didn't even... They weren't on the field. But what I'm saying is their initial starting unit that they started, you know, they're on their plan, they don't even have their three of the five starting linemen that they counted on right. in the season. And yet, this is what happens. And, folks, you don't take advantage of this. You, you, you had basically a week to prepare for this, to get these kids ready, and 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 – my God, why didn't they offset the line, the defensive line? Dan was screaming, get a tackle, get somebody on the center's nose. Come with line tricks, with blitzes. Slant the line to the stronger, to the weak side. There's so many things that you could have done that we did nothing, nothing. And again, and what I'm harping on, because it just jumps right out at you. And you lose the Green Bay loses the defensive backs, and I'll be deadly damned. You don't take advantage of it. You don't have the wherewithal to put a scheme together to attack when you have three starters out. You know, one of the great things about Peyton Manning is if you go back and look at the films, if a DB comes down with an injury, who do you think went after the replacement? I mean, immediately. play after play after play after play. There's a reason the guy is a backup. And we Peyton, don't do it. And, and we don't do it, folks. Uh, you saw today. 
right in front of you, right there in Soldier Field. You saw it. Nobody can hide behind this. Nobody can paint it another picture or whatever. It is what it is. And it's right on these coaches, right on their foreheads. They had a Lucas Patrick in at center when Myers got hurt. They were playing a Rasul Douglas at corner. Kenny Clark got hurt. It was a long list. Uh, and, the- and we don't, Mark, and we don't take advantage of it. You mean to tell me you got a, a cornerback or a strong safety or a, a center goes out or what? You don't know what the hell to do? You, don't, you can't change in midstream? To go to a, an attacking offense or attacking defense when it's right in front of you, it's laid out in front of you. You put a speed. And you don't have the, the the intelligence to figure this out and implement it on an instant's notice. The smart players are the smart coaches in this league. They pick at scabs, and if, when that center went out of the game. Buddy Ryan would have made me get on the nose the rest of the game and say, get Absolutely. it, go get it. And you know what? The center would have been just overcome with trying to get the ball back or snap the ball and then get his hands up to, to block. But in, we, don't even, we don't even line up on the center the, for the next 30 plays. It's sickening. Yeah, Danny, there's folks, my God, you, you could have blown that middle of that offensive line of Green Bay's up. All you had to do was, like Dan and we, what we said, stick somebody on his nose. Charge to the gap in the strong side. Charge to the gap in the weak side. Whatever the call is. Let it come with a line trick. If you charge strong, let the tackle, defensive tackle or defensive end come around. Or come around with a middle linebacker or a blitz. Or a sand blitz. Or a, or a weak side, a will blitz. A blitz. These are the things that you could have done immediately. But and we do nothing, folks. You saw it. We did nothing to take advantage of a situation that should have been taken advantage of. All that being said, it didn't change the fact that so much of the offense was disjointed. And even Greg Olson, late in the game, made a comment that he was shocked. He was shocked at how deep the routes were and how they. it took four or five seconds for them to mature when – Hey, we couldn't pass pro more than two seconds the entire game. Our offensive line has been an Achilles heel. And yet, when we are able to stay in rhythm and get the ball out to quick snap routes, we have a chance to be productive. But late in the game, it was like we started reaching into the bag of tricks, trying to come up with 50-yard bombs when we didn't need it. We just needed to stay in rhythm, and we didn't. And you know what? We had a chance to beat the Rat Packers today, and we frittered it away. That's the key statement, Dan. You just made the key. We had a chance. They were beating. At home here, folks, what happened in the four quarters of football, we had a chance to win this football game. For God's sakes, this year there's only 17 games. All right? Every second, every play, every quarter counts. And you got to have smart people giving these 53 kids direction. They have to understand. My God, when you have lose three defensive backs and you don't take advantage of it, your opponent, they lose three offensive starting linemen, especially the center, who's the key guy, and you don't take advantage of it. And we go down and defeat at home 24-14 to because of sure damn stupidity. 
to Hamp's point, it was first and 10 at the Packer 32 with 2.26 to go. Fields took a 12-yard sack there, so now it's second and 22. They pick up seven. They get So now they're at the 37, third and 15. You're down 10. Field goal, you're still alive. And he ends up taking a sack, and the game was over at that point. 11 yards, and now they're back at the 48, and it's fourth and 26, and the game's over. Shouldn't have been in that position either, but... The, Shouldn't the, have been in the first place. Right, but the strategy at the time did not add up. We were out-coached from the kickoff there you to go. the closer. That's, we were out-coached. That's what it was. That's we the headline. Were, totally, completely out-coached. And, and let me tell you this, folks. Justin Fields could play for me anytime, anywhere, any in, any universe, and the kid's going to be great. But if I'm him, I'm walking out of that locker room today thinking to myself, these guys don't have a clue. Well, there was the one point, too, where they take uh, they end up with a delay a game penalty after the review. He's calling timeout. You guys thought that there was two coaches in his headset. It was very odd. They were incredibly, as you used the word earlier, Hamp, disjointed. Disjointed, and we got a delay of game, which put us in a position where we had to take a – and he was trying to call timeout. The officiating today was idiotic, too. All right, let's get to the callers. I know you guys are unhappy as well. Ed, Brett, Linda, Kathy, we'll all, and, and you will get to you coming back here after a check of news. Hang we, in there. 312-981-7200 is the phone number. Hamp and OB, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Bears lose to the Packers 24 24- to 14 three and two this packers improved four one and uh yeah that's the way it is after another aaron Rodgers performance at soldier field it's 3 30 checking news on 720 wgn chevy dealers dan hampton's defensive player of the game on second and seven Rodgers in trouble and set for the second time today this time it's robert quinn 24 14 packers over the bears green bay is five and one the bears are three and three Green Bay is in first place. The Bears are not. It is now time for Dan Hampton's Defensive Player of the Game, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Who'd you like, Hamp? Some good stuff early in the game. Quinn had a, a, a real nice sack. Uh, we, we rattled the Packer offense early. But you know what? We didn't do enough. We did not take the inside away, OB. How many times do we have to play Aaron Rodgers and let him play pitch and catch with everybody from Lazard to to uh, Adams to anybody else? And you know what? It's the simplest thing. Make him make a 28-yard throw instead of a 13-yard throw. But we're too stupid. Now, as far as the defensive player of the game, let me tell you something, folks. A year ago, everybody's screaming, oh, Roquan's really playing great. Roquan Smith, he should go to the Pro Bowl. Blah, blah. And I was like, mm, I don't think so. Let me tell you something. He's the best player. He was the best defensive player on the field today. He, I think he was the best player on the football field, on both sides, both uh, offense and defense. And I'll tell you what, watch him. He is after your ass. And I'm telling you, Tayshawn Gibson and and Eddie Jackson and Jalen Johnson and all you other Jalen Jackson, watch how he plays the game. I didn't see it from you. That's why he's the defensive player of the game, and he should have been every one uh, of the games this year. But today, far and away, the best player. You've been singing Roquan's praises every week. Watch him. Yeah. He's more physical, and he hits people. It's still a game of knocking people around. You make them pay a price. We didn't make anybody pay a price today except for him. At the risk of going back into this before we get to the calls, I just want to say that Matt Nagy, some of his comments coming out of Soldier Fields, that the Bears need to, quote, understand the why. He needs to shut up. He doesn't understand anything. Let's get to the callers. (laughs) 
<laughs> I got to understand the why by the time we get out here at 5 o'clock. That's my goal. Understand the why. All right, Ed, Texas, you're up first, my friend. Welcome to 720 WGN. What's on your mind? Thank you. Good afternoon. Uh, the game started out with so much promise. A 7 yes. nothing lead, two stops. Uh, but I wanted to ask about the, the Aaron Rodgers comment. Uh, we still own you. As a fan, that makes me mad. But my question to the former players, uh, did that type of thing affect you? Did, did uh, you get upset at things like that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? And and I'm telling you right now, Aaron Rodgers is a hell of a lot smarter than that one than than that making that comment. And I'll guarantee you right now, he wishes the hell he never would have made that statement because that's it will come back to haunt him. One more time. I still I own you. I still own you. For the record, I thought he said I'm still on you. Hey, look at the record. He does. And until we get enough people. On the coaching staff, understand that he's a special player. Yep. And you're going to have to be smart. And you can't play stupid football against him. Otherwise, he will own us. But guess what? The sad truth is, he does own us. Folks, you got, folks, you got to, I, I'm telling you right now, Dan Hampton and myself, I'm telling you, we can, you sit here and point out all the things that they could have done, that they could have done and Obviously, he didn't even come into their brain to figure some things out. And again, I'm saying again, this is probably the dumbest at this level, the dumbest football coaching staff I have ever seen or saw, period. 312-981-7200. We've got a bunch of comments uh, of this ilk on the text lines, but Brett, you can bring it to life. Thank you for calling 720WGN. Go ahead, Brett. I just, I just got to say that we... The whole loss today is on the entire franchise. I mean, I can't believe how the defense even looked beaten up today. I mean, Aaron Rodgers ran all over us. Our secondary looked beat up. I, I, I don't know where we even start to start rebuilding anymore. I mean, we're a completely lost team. We really are. Hey, Brett, the problem is we weren't the team that was beat up. Green Bay was the team that was beat up. Three starters in the offensive line, out. Three defensive backs out of the four, out. And guess what? They slapped us around. They beat us. They just beat us. Why? They have a hell of a coaching staff that knows how to take advantage instantly when things go haywire. And let me tell you we something. We can't. And Kenny Clark, their defensive tackle, who came up with two big sacks late in the game. He left. He had some kind of a fractured arm or something because he kept holding it. And yet he stayed out there. He had the grit. That's leadership. Aaron Rodgers, that's leadership. Who's our leaders? Tell me, is Khalil Mack a leader? He's standing on the damn sideline. They're driving it up our pipe, and he's on the sideline. What makes what, me want to vomit? What Dan's talking about when it's third and long, our most expensive player that a year. we have. Okay, where is he? Like, if it's third and six, third and seven, third and eight, where is he? He's standing on the sidelines. You know, I want to tell you something. Back in the days of Mike Ditka, if Mike Ditka is the head coach is standing there and he sees the opponents are marching and it's third and eight and he looks over the sideline and he sees Khalil Mack standing there, Dan, what the hell do you think he would have done? It would have never happened. It would have never happened. And, and, and see, that's the whole thing. This team and its, and its mentality about what is important is 
Well, if you Discombobulated. don't know what's important, what, Dan. What, what, listen, Nagy just told you. He said the team doesn't understand the why. He's the one. He's the one that has to be the one that explains it and beats it into their heads about what is important and how you got to pay a price. Did we pay a price? No. Well, we were on the you, sidelines drinking water while they were sticking it to us. That shows you how, how stupid that they guy are is. They are stupid. He just walks up and down that sidelines. Uh, yeah. For the record, the last caller on the screen it said that he thought that Fields was holding on to the ball too long. There's a bunch of texts coming in saying the same thing. And he was, but it's it, it was magnified because of the time and place. They we were behind. We needed to throw. Green Bay knew it, so here they come. And yet we did very little to stop the rush. They were they were it, it, most of the time it was three four man Packer rush, but we couldn't stop them. Cody Whitehair got slapped around for the, the second to last. That happens sack. all the time. Oh, uh, it does. And you know what? When we're trying to knock people off the ball, running the ball with Khalil Herbert. We, I mean, he hits the line of scrimmage and he's hitting their their fannies. They're they're getting stoned. Now, what? How do you? Do? Well, we can't grow overnight. You got to be smarter and run like uh, read option zones out on the edge, double down, do counters, do different things. If they're that big and strong at the point of attack, then you you adjust and you attack on the outside, on the flanks, and you do different things, run the uh, the zone reads, and get outside, and you don't just keep trying to hammer into an anvil. It ain't, it ain't going to happen all day long. We weren't able to sustain any type of running game because our offensive line was getting stoned off the snap. Danny, how many times did you see when a camera would go to the Bears' bench when the defense is on the field, offense comes off, okay, Fields goes and sits down in the second half. You ever see a coach near him? I didn't. Should he be looking at one of those uh, tabs or those tablets? Uh, Should a quarterback coach or some offensive coach, anybody, an offensive line coach? There was one time DeFilippo was there. You see him sitting on the bench. Nobody talking to this kid. Nobody. And you know why? They don't have the answers, OB. They're hiding. They're hiding under the bench because they know they don't have the answers. When the quarterback asks them, a qu- well, why is this? Well, but here's the reason he was holding the ball too long, folks. For whatever reason, the pass route design was too deep into the Packers secondary. We needed shorter, quicker, on-rhythm throws, and yet he was having to buy time and wait for the routes to develop down the field. Even Greg, go back listen to in the fourth quarter. He goes, I don't get this. You know, you, you got a rookie Greg quarterback. Olson, the color announcer. Yes, Greg Olson. And he said, he, all these routes are like 18, 25 yards down the field. You need underneath routes of precision that you work on day after day in practice and hit them in rhythm. And yet, we're too stupid to know how to do that. 312-981-7200. Ron, go ahead. You want to talk about the defensive backs? Welcome to WGN. Yeah, I do. I, I, I just can't believe that we're so weak back there. The defensive backs are so weak. Vildor, uh, I mean, does he even want to play football? Doesn't look like it. I'm telling I'll you, tell you, you know. What, that, that play at the, at the goal line, he stood there and watched that guy. You're talking about Eddie Jackson on that play. Thanks, Ron. Appreciate it. Yeah, what Ron, what he's talking no. about, and that Vildor, and what Dan was talking we noticed it. We're sitting there watching, and, and when players are going down the field, and these guys are not full out. You can see it. My God. What? They're like jogging along, waiting for somebody else to make a tackle. Somebody else to do something. 
Unfortunately, and, and, nobody's doing anything. And 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 you know, and, and I got to tell you, I played with a bunch of guys that were like rabid dogs. That that was their chance. Very seldom did people get by the line of scrimmage, and when they did, you know, guys like Todd Bell and Fincic and and even Plank and even you know L.A. Mike. I mean, ever they, they would whack people, and yet these guys, it's like they're jogging, especially Eddie Jackson, jogging alongside to play, waiting yeah. for somebody else to come in. What Dan just said, folks, that's what happened. If you don't believe it, go back and look at the film. Watch the film, especially in the second half. You, I mean, I we almost jumping out of the chairs. What the hell is the guy doing? He's sauntering down the sidelines. Give me a break. That's not how this game is played. Ken, you want to double down on any Jackson? Go ahead, Ken. Be the voice of the Eddie fan Jackson on it. Jackson looks like he's out there collecting that darn trick-or-treat candy with the little ballet slippers on. You got it, Ken. He's useless. Cut him. Trade him. Give him back his uniform and tell him to go home. George the- McCaskey, wake up. They suck. Thank you. <laughs> you know what? There was a point in the third quarter when I think the Bears – somehow we're able to force a field goal and they're coming off the field and Nagy runs up and grabs Eddie Jackson, gives him a big hug, knowing that the camera would be on him. Yep. And I said, how much better would this franchise be without those two guys? I'm just telling you. You know what? I'm telling you, folks, if you are not in it to win it and play your guts out every play, and it's not like you're... And I'm just telling you. See, and this is something I've told you, OB. The money is so great now. So many of the players are looking for the next contract, and the only thing stopping them from getting it is a lack of performance in the sense that they can't play again, so they don't want to get hurt. How do they avoid getting hurt? Dodging tackles, not hitting into people, not doing the the things that you have to do to be a violent defense. Dan, We're not. You're going to, it, it, you know, let, you're right, okay? But it... If in fact that 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 is what the hell is happening, as ownership goes, as a general manager, and as a coach, and you're accepting this, I've said it before: get the hell out of this town. You got the greatest damn fans, period. They so loyal and love the Bears and and. There's a lot of guys putting out, and there's some guys that are not putting out, folks. We can see it. Right. We can see it and feel it. And you've got to take with these with this coaching group. You you really think that that game plan today? And just folks, just sit back and look at the four quarters: first quarter, second quarter, halftime adjustments, third quarter, fourth quarter. Do you really think this coaching staff knows what the hell they're doing? You really believe that? On a positive note, thank you. And I know you want to say thank you, uh, Hobie, to Roots Pizza in Old Town for bringing in the delicious meal today. We enjoyed it. Yes, yes, sir. It was a lovely uh, first 30 minutes of the game. We had the great pizza from Roots, and we we had a 7-0 lead. Right down the field. And then right into the crapper. Yeah, well, these were definitely one of the most unique pizzas we've tried. It was delicious. Roots, the most creative pizza restaurant out there. So, so good. you got to make Roots Pizza in Old Town your next football game day spot. Apart from the amazing food, they've also got the huge projection screen, multiple TVs to catch all the action. Don't miss their game day brunch featuring enormous mimosa towers. You can share it with your group. Roots in Old Town has some fun game day deals and initiatives going on like a $5 Great Central Brewing Lager Stadium Cups football.
football bingo so guests can follow along for the chance to win a $25 gift card and a surprise for everyone when the Bears score a touchdown. Places Electric on game days. Bring your friends or family to Roots Pizza in Old Town this football season. They're located at 1610 North Well Street, right next to Second City. Go to rootspizza.com. Do you let me, think, do, let me just jump in here. Do you think, do you think that our ma- general manager, you think he'll get to the mic this, this week? No. No, he doesn't And if he did, do you think whoever would be asking him questions would be asking him these questions of exactly what the hell went on in that football field today? I don't think he'll not. come to the podium, no. and I don't think the people would ask those kind of questions, Dan. He's hiding under his desk. And let, let me tell you, folks, how do you eradicate this? Number one, you got to have coaches that won't tolerate it. Buddy Ryan, Mike Dicka, they were tyrants. And the first thing that got you out of, out the door was a lack of effort. Well, we've already had that, but now it's spreading more and more players. I saw it in the secondary today more than I've seen it in a long time. You've got to stop this. I tell you, you, you know, you go back it, with George Hallis. George Allen, I mean – uh, this game, if it wasn't for Hallis, this game, we wouldn't be here talking. This game wouldn't be here. And George Allen, who's in the Hall of Fame coach, you know, he was our defensive coordinator, you know, and the 63, when we just totally and completely dominated, you had all the respect for, the, for those coaches, for Coach Hallis, and you had it for George Allen, because we knew what they were telling us, and we would go through it in practice, minute after minute, day after day. And we knew what they were doing was the right thing. We had the talent, and they gave us the right tools to make a great defense come up and show up week after week after week and win a world championship. Same damn thing with Dan Hampton here and that entire crew in 85. Okay? Mike Dicta, he had a great coaching staff, and he wouldn't put up with anything. Neither would Hallis or George Allen. And then you take a look at what the hell's going on here now, and I'll tell you what, it's disgusting, as far as I'm concerned. Hampton will be sponsored by local Chevy dealers, ChevyDriveChicago.com, with you till 5. Cos coming up after 4. We'll get to as many calls as we can and more reaction from Soldier Field as well. Bears lose 24-14 to the Packers at 720 WGN. Regroup, understand the why. Somebody should ask him, can you spell the word why? We could ask him that, OB. I think I think so I, I would ask him, can you spell that word? I bet you Matt Nagy can spell why. Now, if he really understands the why, I wouldn't that, bet on it. That, that's a whole other story. Uh, it's Hampton OB on 720 WGN. We're sponsored by your local Chevy dealer, ChevyDriveChicago.com. Kathy and Grace Lake, be quick. Go ahead. Matt Nagy needs to hold the mirror up and look at himself. He has three serious, serious coaching weaknesses. Number one, he cannot cultivate talent. Justin Fields should get the hell off the Bears as quick as he can. His career's going to be over if he stays with them. He will not be cultivated to the best of his talent. Number two, he, Matt Nagy is not nimble. He does not look at what's going on on the field and make adjustments immediately. But the biggest one of all is that he is completely uninspiring. These men are professionals. They make a lot of money, and they are not hungry. They need to put a freaking hurt on every time the ball is snapped on every single play. 
offensive and defensive lines are the laziest group of men I've ever seen. All right, Kathy, we're up against the... Oh, wait. Kathy, don't mess she, with Kathy. What are you kidding me? Good Lord. Good, good. Way to go, Kath. I tell you what, she she hit him. Oh, she hit him. I, I think she would have kept going. And she didn't miss either, for, by the for way. For a transcript of Kathy's call, you can send Ed O'Bradovich an email. He will be working on that after the show. All right, we got to get to uh, news here. When we come on back here... We got a ton to do in one more hour of entertainment for you. By the way, the most Ro- important are the callers. You guys hang in there. We love all of you. Uh, the Rosen Auto Group sponsor the Reds, the Rosen Red Zone Report. Uh, yeah, Scott Levy. Yes, it's sponsored by Scott Levy's Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin and Kenosha. I'm just thinking uh, in the red zone today. The Bears look great early, and then they got in the end zone late, and then we didn't even reach the end zone on that final drive, which would have been sweet, but it did not happen. So not enough offense. Bottom. We line. know why. We, we we do we understand the why. All right, news coming up in two minutes, and then we're coming on back on seven twenty WGN. Justin Fields calling out himself. Well, Justin, somebody's got to put you in a position at this level. You've got to be put in a position to make things happen. Okay, it's not on you, son, and it's nice of you to say that, but it is not on you, Justin. You've got the physical abilities, the mental abilities. I think to move the ball down the field, put points on the board, and be a hell of a quarterback in this league. Unfortunately, we have the wrong coaching staff. And that just happens to be the way I feel and the way Dan feels. And I'll tell you what, it's right in front of you, folks. It's right in front of you. Hampton OB, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Bringing in the Cos man. Kazi, welcome to your show, my friend. Packers twenty-four, Bears fourteen, Packers five and one, Bears three and three. We all know the logistics. Your yeah, main yeah. takeaways. Go ahead. Well, Aaron Rodgers got to yell out again that he still owns us, and um, that's irritating. I know it's irritating to Ed and Dan. I'm willing to guess, but really, what it came down to: number one, uh, we got some players on our team, and for the first time, we really genuinely had a chance to beat the Packers today. But our coaches are inept, and I know we pound on this every week, and we've been pounding on it over and over again, but it it was glaring today, and honestly, I really worry about Fields, and uh, because this kid has a lot of talent, he has a lot of heart, uh, Smith, I mean, there are guys on this team, we have some players, we just got to get more of them, and you can build around them, but uh, three to five plays. Every game wins a football game from the time I was seven years old to the last day that uh, I couldn't run another step. And, Dan, you know, uh, uh, Dickie used to say it all the time, guys, I don't know which three to five plays are going to win the game, but you better be playing on every play so that play doesn't cost us the game. And that is really what's happening with the defense, our offense. We don't put them in good positions. Our, uh, it's, it's just, you know what, it's, it's hard to watch, and really, the end of the game was the best example. Fourth quarter, third and 15, 232 left in the game. You need two scores. You're in field goal range, and they run a deep route, and the Packers were crushing fields in the second half. Why would you do that? That's when you run the naggy special, a little dink and dunk. Get five yards, kick the field goal, and take your chances. Not the Bears. They go down the field, and the quarterback gets sacked. So. They're- Glenn, they're not smart enough. Stupid. Stupid. Glenn, this coaching staff is not smart. What you just said, this coaching staff is incapable of coming up with those conclusions. Isn't it crazy? It's hard to watch. I know we've got a lot of callers, so let's get to the callers. But there's so much more I'd like to add. But I'm sure 
Dan and Ed covered it, and we are all on the same page. And I literally was throwing things at my television today because I was – we were there. We're on it. We're right there. How do you take a penalty after you have a two-minute delay on a replay right before half? A delay at game penalty. That was – How does that happen? Stupid coaching. No kidding. That play should have already been called. They should have been ready as soon as they uh, – did it? They should have snapped and went right at it. Nope, not our coaches. They didn't even have a play called yet. That's how dumb they are. It's it's embarrassing. But I will say, I still see a lot of heart from a lot of the players. And if you guys disagree, I, I you know, not enough of them between you and I. But there are some kids you could build around. Komet, I love the kid. He's only going to get better. The tight end. So. We still have some we, we have some talent. That running back's a stud, and we found him in the sixth round. So we have players. We have horrible coaching right now, and that's where we're at. So let's get to the calls. All right, Kevin in LaGrange. Welcome to WGN with Hampo B and Kaz. Go ahead, Kevin. Hey, Hampo B. Thanks for taking my call. Love you, love your show. Real quick, Kaz kind of stole my thunder, but uh, Bears getting ready to tie the game before halftime with a field goal. I look at my wife, I say, all right, just no stupid turnovers. What happens? Missed interception by inches in the end zone. I said, okay, dodge that bullet. Just no stupid plays and kick the field goal. What happens? Delay a game. Third and long. I tell her, all right, fine. Just don't take a sack to put us out of field goal range. Kick the field goal, tie it, go into halftime. What happens? A sack. Out of field goal range, then we punt. Keep routes on that play, too, by the way. They were trying to get a touchdown. Get the comment. What does this mean that a fan can predict these idiotic blunders before they happen? Who's responsible for these mistakes? Thanks, guys. Going to hang up and hear what you have to say. Thanks, Kevin. Well, cause I, 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 okay, and, and unfortunately, that kind of shows the idiocy of the and the fallacy of this whole thing. You know, NFL coaches. There's only 32 head coaches in the on the whole planet. Okay. So you're supposed to be smarter than the average Joe. And yet, we can all predict, you know, the, what's going to, you know, actually occur because our coaches are stupid and they don't put us in a position where we are able to capitalize when we need to. But that, that series right there and then in the end of the game in the fourth quarter when we were almost in position and then we get a holding call and we have to come back and now it puts us in desperation where we start running the deep routes again and then take sacks. Cause it's it's, coaches, Dan. That's coaching right there. Yeah. You've got to know. You've got to manage the game. You know that. You got to score twice, so a touchdown doesn't matter. It's a field goal at that point, and you're in position. So you just eat up as much yardage as you can on short passes. Don't let your quarterback get hurt, but not our geniuses. And I'm not going to say every coach on that staff is 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 not smart, but the guys that are making most of these calls are horrific. And it starts with Nagy, and this guy doesn't have any confidence. You can hear it in his press conferences. He should not. Be an NFL head football coach. I am sure he's a great guy because you know the team still still plays hard for him. I mean, you know, we got we got our number one quarterback taking the blame when clearly it should be on him and his his uh, coordinators. It's dumb. 
312-981-7200. Just gone final. Congratulations, by the way, to the Chicago Sky. Who won the WNBA championship 80-74. to Naperville Central product. Candace Parker had 16 big points. So we do have one uh, world champion today in Chicago. Congrats. Congratulations. There we go. Uh, hey, let's uh, let's go down south. Dave in South Florida, you've been waiting patiently. Go ahead. Hey, how are you guys? Uh, great show as always. I just want to tell you guys, uh, I've been shouting this out. Ed Obradovich knows. Again, seven points in the first half. You cannot win an NFL game if we average seven points, less than ten points per game in the NFL contest for the last three years. And that last caller, just to jump on that last caller's uh, thoughts, I don't understand. We have the ball on the Packers' side of the field. We can't even squeeze a field goal out of it. If you turn that game around, if you turn that, if that goes around and we, we tie the score, who knows what happens after that? I just, it's idiocy. I, I, I'm tired of it. I, I don't, I don't understand why McCaskey's keep this guy in place. I know it's probably a money thing, but I hope that after this season he's gone. Dave, stupid is, stupid does. This is one stupid coaching staff. There is no way around it, okay? They cannot fake their way, faint their way, talk their way out of it. You're looking at one stupid coaching staff. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it is, it is so accurate. And, you know, fans can see it. That, look, going in at halftime 10-10, um, oh, that's not great, but that's what happens when the Bears play the Packers. Throw the records out of the window. You get after each other. 10-7. They yeah. did. They yeah. did. But then our coaches didn't put us, our players, the ones that were busting their hump, in position to win. And by the way, that's correct. how many times do I got to watch Hicks and uh, Mac on the sideline on third down and uh, seven or eight? Is that unbelievable, Glenn? On the sideline. Well, hold on, hold on to the Akeem Hicks thing because Akeem Hicks was. I know ba- he's injured, Mark. But guess what? Everybody plays injured in the National Football League. Right. I, that I, is why you're there. You're a pro. You're clear. supposed to play with a little ding up. That's what you do, and that's how you win championships. Cleo Mack because is you the, don't sacrifice. Cleo Mack is the guy. I, I, I for the life of me, and this just didn't happen. This has been going on the last two, three years. When it's third and seven, third and eight, and it's late in the game, and where is this guy? He's standing on the sidelines. I mean, you can't make this stuff up, folks. The, that's that's hard, Ed, to watch because again, I'm talking to two of the best defense. Well, probably the two best defensive linemen to ever play for the Bears. And that would never happen. Neither one of you would ever do it. You'd, you could have your arm, both arms broken, and you'd still be out there cutting it out. And I, I know it's a different time. I know it's a different era. But come on. You're the star player. You've got to be out there. And, and finally, Quinn showed up, and he's actually played pretty well. And you know, this year he's done a nice job the last couple of weeks. But we just don't have enough guys doing that. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. Kyle, just hang in there. I will take a quick time out. Uh, my, my, but one second. My point on Hicks was this: he, he had a groin injury. He was nowhere close to a hundred percent. If you protect the player from himself, then you might get a healthy player down the line. But in, instead, they rushed him out there. There was no way he was going to make it through, and he ended up blowing out his groin. Who knows how long he's going to be out now? Stupid is stupid. Does you, it's a stupid coaching staff. And they've been playing well up front. They didn't need to rush him back. And so now you've 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 compounded it. So how long is he going to be out now? That 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 wasn't that 
That did not make sense. All right. Hampton OB, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com on 720 WGN. Bears lose 24-14. They're 3-3. Three and three. If we want to be on the slightly positive side, at least they were involved in a game today that mattered. That was good. Just didn't turn out well. Uh, all right. Who brought it today? Looking at which bear played tough, played hard. It is time now for Who Brought It, sponsored by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Illinois. The card to bring through it all, Hampo. You know, uh, one of the callers about 10 minutes ago brought up the fact that, you know, what we're trying to do in offense, you know, in seven points in the first half, it ain't enough and it ain't. Well, guess what? The rookie six round pick, Khalil Herbert, had 19 carries, 97 yards for a 5.1 yard average. You know, when you see a five yard average and close to 20, 25 carries, then normally that's the winning formula for most offenses. And yet, once again, OB, we squandered a pretty decent performance by this kid. And late in the third quarter, we were screaming, where's the play action? Well, guess what? We started, go. we started doing some play action and then hitting some passes over the middle. Kaj, like you said, Komet is going to be a fine player. Made a couple of nice catches, took some big-time whacks, and yet held on and gave us new life. But you know, I, I, it just there's a there's enough components to this football team for us in the pregame to say this is the day, this is the time, and yet we squander it by having a bunch of nitwits in charge of the of the football team. And I got to say one more thing. Um, I would love to see one time because right before the half. Fields when he slid and he got crushed by that defensive back, and I mean I think he I think it, it knocked him out. He was goofy there for about two or three plays, and I think that led to part of the delay of the game penalty that they got. I'd love to see one of our linemen just yeah okay it's an offsetting penalty, but just blow up someone that does that to your quarterback, just just crush him, and we don't do that. And I would love to see it because this kid has taken a beating over the last few weeks and they they penalized him right the the raiders roughed him up like four or five times in the first quarter at some point linemen got to start taking control of that and not allowing that happening to your franchise quarterback to the guy that's going to take you and eventually get you to winning ball games and he's going to be a good one he is it's instead of re- having an offensive lineman retaliate for the quarterback, oh, wait a minute, we got a holding call. They were busy holding somebody to have offsetting penalties right. and right, have to right. redo the down. Does he have to get down a little sooner, though? On the on the one where he slid, it was late, right? No, that was that was cool. No. It was, hey, to me, it was targeting. In college, they would have thrown the kid out of the game, the, the uh, Green Bay Packer. It was helmet to helmet. That's it for, was. Yep. It was a shot. Yep. All right, 312-981-7200. Matt in Champaign, you're on WGN. Matt, go ahead. Hey, guys, I appreciate it. So you made me remind me of something I thought of early in the season. Three quick questions. One, I heard Chris Collinsworth, when the Bears played the Rams, say something that I haven't heard repeated since. He pointed out that Fields had the longest time holding the ball of anyone in the league at 3.83 seconds. So if they know that, why? I mean, I know that you said the coaching staff is stupid, but in my opinion, they, they never even should have put him as a starter it should have been Dalton. So if you're not going to start a guy with experience, why aren't they calling better plays other than being stupid so he gets the ball away? Number two, if they have guys out in their offensive line and the secondary, why aren't our best players beating those guys one-on-one? Is it the play calling or is it lack of effort? And the third question, speaking of effort, it seems to me, with all due respect to Kaz, 
I don't see the effort. I think a lot of these guys are dogging. Like you were saying, they're just waiting to pick up the paycheck and play next week. Has the team quit on Nagy? Thank you. All right, Matt. Well, let me jump to the third one. There's no question about it. We, Dan and I were sitting there, and especially towards, you know, in the second half and in the fourth quarter, and these guys, I'm telling you, they were not putting out. They were not. They were going along. Uh, they're almost like running side by side with the guy trying to score a touchdown. It was unbelievable. And Dan started screaming about it. And, and uh, you know, what do you do with that stuff? It all, Matt, goes back to coaching. It truly does. Holding people responsible, holding their feet to the fire instead of patting them on the back and you guys are this or that. That not at this level anymore. You're paying guys a hundred and forty some million, eighty million, seventy million guaranteed, hundred and twenty million guaranteed. I'm gonna tell you something. You better be playing your heart out every play. And if you're a defensive back, you better be covering the guy you're supposed to be covering. And if you need to tackle somebody, you better be going hundred and ten miles an hour. Enough is enough with this junk. I agree, and I would say that, again, I'm looking at uh, uh, Smith. I'm looking at the linebacker play. These guys were flying around all game. Eddie Jackson, I, I don't even know why he's out on the field anymore. I mean, there's you zero effort. Um, the other safety, same way. They they just don't really try to close or even try anymore. Bingo. And, uh, it's, it's, it's embarrassing, but there's enough guys, is what I'm getting at, on defense and offense that still are flying around and doing the best they can. But they aren't getting put into positions to make plays and respond. Okay, the very first part about this was the fact that Collinsworth was making a point about, oh, well, Fields is holding the ball longer than most every other quarterback. Well, a lot of that has to do with being a rookie. There's a reason people say, hey, you're a rookie. Well, you have to learn, and it has to be ingrained, and it starts in practice with up-tempo practices where you have only a, a split second to make the decision and fit it into windows. And all. Well, Evidently, we're not doing that in practice. Everybody's lollygagging and not giving that, that real-life type of uh, game tempo picture for the kid to be able to, to see who's open, who's not, how the coverages break down, all those different things. The second part of the question is, why was he on the field? Well, Dalton had that knee situation. At some point, it's going to happen. We're going to go with our first-round draft pick at quarterback. And it made sense to me that you're not wasting time with Dalton. Andy Dalton, what did he win for you in Cincinnati? Nothing. What did he win in Dallas? Nothing. He was the 27th-ranked quarterback in football. We know what we got with him. Let's see what the upside is with the kid. The only thing, real quickly here, the only thing, Matt, that bothers me, a running quarterback that leans to more escape routes, and not and trying to figure out where the second, third, and fourth receiver is. Okay, eventually, Matt, they get cranked. They all get hit. It's just a matter of time. Well, and here's something I point out too. And I talking about practice habits. Say goodbye, Coach. Interception, right? That he threw down the field into the end zone. I'm telling you, Robinson, who I think gives a great effort, and he's a, a really he's a, a a great wide receiver. I don't think they practiced the flush drill because they never had a quarterback that could actually extend a play like Fields does. And he just sat down and squatted down instead of continuing on with that post. 
and honestly, you know, that throw down there in the end zone, it's a jump ball. And I like my chances with Robinson, but you got to practice it yeah. in practice. And I mean, honestly, I, you know, I played for the original passing school in college, and we did it every day at the end of practice for a good 10 minutes. And we were just turning and running, and one guy would go deep, the other guy would break off a little, you know, a little shorter angle. It's something you work on, so in game time, you're prepared for it. Kazi, say goodbye. Say goodbye, my brother. We'll see you next week, all right? All right you got it, guys. All Hopefully right. We'll get better. 432, checking news on 720 WGN. Yes, they do. That's Matt Nagy talking about Khalil Herbert. Bears lose to the Packers 24-14. Happen OB, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers, ChevyDriveChicago.com. That play that he's talking about, too, Sam Mustafer was called for holding. That was not the correct call. No, no. And again, think about the bad calls that we had. There was a horse collar tackle by the defensive lineman of Green Bay uh, for the sack that should have been a horse collar where we were given first down closer for a chip shot field goal at the end of the first half. And what about the the offsides penalty that was the fake no call when... Fields Our young it. quarterback Fields throws it up for you know a jump ball, thinking you know he's going to be Aaron Rodgers like, and you know go go for the gusto. It, we it was an offsides, never was called. Bad officiating again. And even a bigger part on that uh, non call on the on his interception in the end zone, he had Robinson deep down the field. About I don't know. Ten plays later, didn't throw it. Ended up scrambling for six or seven yards. It was like I almost felt like he didn't want to throw another pick immediately. Well, it, 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 it scars you, and yeah. games like this scars you know the psyche. So right, and he's got to keep playing and all that. But that that play was not beneficial yep. at all. All you right, got lucky on the uh, on the Amos interception, <clears throat> they could have <throat> called it. You know, for the Packers, yeah, didn't. Yeah, yep. It was it was uh, bad for both sides. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. Andre, you've been waiting for an hour. What's up? Welcome to WGN. Go ahead. Thank you so much, gentlemen. It's an absolute pleasure to talk to OB and Hamp. Love you guys. Thank um, you, babe. Let me tell you something. Um, I, I've got I've got so many issues. I mean, like I don't even want to talk about the tackling by the second dude. I'm getting tired of the no rap thing. I was in high school playing football for a little while. Rap, rap, rap is what you always heard. Human defense coaches rap when you hit. The whole shoulder into the body thing, and the guy goes for another six, seven yards. I'm tired of it. But beyond that, there was a play in the third quarter. I want to say it was 330 left. We got a nice gain on first down. Had like one or two yards left. Second and one, second and two. Fields dropped back for a pass. He gets sacked. And I'm like, wait, hold it. Why didn't we run the football? And I started thinking to myself, is that leather Scott Nagy type of play calling written all over? Is he calling the plays again? And then, because the second half just went downfield. It was like just crazy how it just like totally just went like, okay, what happened? The other thing I got too is I don't understand with that many people being hurt for the Packers, and you guys brought it up earlier, why weren't we attacking that? Thanks, Andre. I mean, when, I heard, when I remember in the third quarter when I heard the other cornerback went down, I think it was the third quarter, right? The other cornerback went down. I'm like, oh, goody. And yep. it was savage the safety. Good Andre, safety. thanks, brother. We got yeah, Andre. Hey, real quick, it, it, it's idiotic to not attack backup players. It's it, there's no points assessed against you. It is what it is. You make them play the game just like you know the starters. But we don't do that. 
It's almost like we want to be nice. We didn't get over the center all damn day, and we never got any pressure up the middle on Rodgers. But let me go back. You said when you were in high school, your coaches would scream, rap, rap, rap. They, they were coaching you. They were emphasizing what was important. Either one of two things. Our coaches don't do it, which is an indictment, or number two, the players don't care enough to do it. Either way, that's a loser situation. Let's go to our Muller Auto Game Changing Moment, which is sponsored by the Muller family of dealerships in Hoffman Estates, Gurney, Highland Park, and Merrillville. You've taken your Kyler several times I, for, I, to get some repairs. I, I am a customer at Muller and Highland Park. Very, <laughs> yes, yeah. very much so. They, they take, take great, great care of me. That is a true statement. Uh, anything that stands out here, team? Game Changing Moment. It was the fourth quarter. We had scored to... Tighten it up, 17-14. We had all the, the the emotion, the momentum, all that good stuff. Green Bay, with Aaron Rodgers, he puts together a seven-plate, 75-yard drive that goes down and scores and makes it another 10-point loss. It eventuates into another 10-point loss. We were in it. And we had to stop him. And halfway down the field, I'm looking, and we talked about this. Khalil Mack is on the sidelines. Tell me why. All right, let's get. Yeah, yeah, I own you. That was that's that's what I'll remember from today's game more than anything else. And, and that might have been, by the way, could have. Oh, but been. you know, Nagy wouldn't see Dickett would play that on a loop in the locker room. He'd rub our nose in it. But not Nagy. Oh, that would be hurtful. He can't do that. It could have been Aaron Rodgers' last game at Soldier Field in the green and gold. Who knows what will happen with him after the season. Who cares? Yeah. We, had it. We, we had him where we could beat him, and we're too stupid to take it. Jumbo, Riverside, welcome to WGN. Go ahead, Jumbo. Good evening, sirs. i got to agree with Andre. They don't coach tackling anymore, but they also don't coach rivalry. And today was Rivalry Sunday. Bears-Packers, we've been playing this game with them 100 years in 1992, when Coach Ditka left the team, the Bears had a 24-game lead in the series, and now they are down seven games Holy in the God. all-time series. They don't, they don't coach it. Nagy doesn't coach the fact that this is a big game, boys. We're playing a rivalry. Chicago land loves this game. We've got to go out there and win. If he could just show a video of when Charles Martin slammed Jimmy McMahon down on the ground, get these guys fired up, maybe show them this, is, this game means a lot. But he does it. And that, you know, we've all agreed he's a stupid, that's a stupid group of men coaching our Chicago Bears. But they don't coach this rivalry. And that's why I'm fired up. I'm so upset. We he's, appreciate I'm your call. To work tomorrow. I, real quick, sirs. I'm going to go to work tomorrow. i got a Packer fan at work, and he's going to run it right up my backside. Whack him. That's what's going to kill me. <laughs> Whack him. All right. Thanks, here's the deal. Up. And, OB, I didn't know about that. We had a 24-game, you know, advantage, and now we're down. All that. It doesn't mean it's got to be this way. You got to have coaches that are smart enough to realize. Think about today. If we win this game, we win this game. Now we're both four and two with an advantage in the division, and we control our destiny. Now we're nothing but a stupid team with excuses. I, I would give uh, one other note, by the way. And what, what's that? Ob, you all right? No. Okay. Well, next week is Tampa Bay. Is that correct? Tampa Bay, yes. At Tampa Bay. At Tampa Bay. Oh, yeah, it gets easier now. 325 sure. kickoff. We'll be on after the football game. But in in Aaron Rodgers' career against the Bears, how many times – well, here, how do, how do I want to ask – out of 11, 11 times 
the Bears have scored first when they've played the Packers with Rodgers. How many games do you think Green Bay has won of those of those eleven? All eleven. Ten. Ten is correct. Yep. Yeah, we've only done. one time we where we were able to prevail. Yeah, but but again, guys, go back and watch the film. The Packers were taking it to us in Soldier Field in Chicago. There's a reason why he said, "I still own you." Until we get a bunch of coaches that realize what the importance of the game and breed that contempt for the Packers, for the Vikings, for the Lions, we will never control our division with Danny, this bunch. I, I, I think, and it's just, just we've been sitting there, you know, watch the whole game, talking while we're watching the whole game, and going through this show, this two-hour show, and I'm going to tell you what. What I think this coach and his assistant coaches – I think they just sealed their own fate. I think this is the game, and he may take them out through the rest of the year, not unless it gets loss after loss after loss at the next, what, 11, 12 games for us to go? And then he gets rid of them. But I think this game showed ownership that they had the wrong people running it in pace and then a head coach and his assistants. I think this game is the one that has doomed this coaching staff. That's the best thing I've heard all day. Yeah, I, the premise Let's that they... I think it is. I, I, I got think a lot of calls. Is. Okay, all right, Vince. I hope you're right. Yeah, I don't know if they know what they're looking at ownership. I think they've proven over time that they don't, but maybe... Listen, don't sell George McCaskey short, my friend. Okay, This is you sure? This, he's, he's, this is going to be put an end. What I'm thinking, today was the day that the period came... The end of the sentence, dot. Vince, you want to talk about the DBs? Welcome to WGN. Hi, OB and Dan. Thank you very much. Love you guys a ton. Hey, uh, a couple of guys before me already kind of touched on the DBs, but one in particular is this Gibson kid. From day one of this season, I believe he was the one that did not touch the Rams receiver when he went down, and Gibson went just right past him. Guy got up to score. Every game, Gibson is, you can bet, He's got five to six tackles that he misses. On one of the run, uh, touchdowns today, he, he went to tackle, didn't wrap properly. He hits the guys high. He hit the tight end on one pass play, who's about 50 to 60 pounds, probably heavier than him. He's hitting them high. He bounces off. And I don't understand how this kid is a starting defensive back in the NFL. Hey, Vince. And then... Eddie Jackson, the one play on that last uh, scoring drive for uh, Green Bay, he goes and just throws his 185-pound body at this guy, bounces off, and just like the previous caller said, where is the wrapping? It makes me sick. These guys ought to see the video of Buckus uh, that they show all the time. And OB, you're in there giving some commentary on Dick. This guy, these guys need to know how to tackle. The art of tackling is gone now. All right, Vince. They know how to tackle. They don't have the will to do it. And unless you summons it, then you're going to have what you got today. What's missing, Vince? They're not held accountable. This just didn't happen today with those guys sandering around back there. This started two years ago when Dan and I picked up on it. Okay. So nobody's holding their feet to the fire. They're not held accountable. So guess what? 
They get away with it. And Ryan Pace let Adrian Amos go play for the Green Bay Packers. He was our best safety we've had since Mike Brown. Let's get to the next caller. And for the record, we have a Tayshawn Gibson Sr., who's a safety, and then we have up front linebacker Travis Gibson, who's actually played well. Travis. He's talking about Tayshawn. Yeah, yeah. He's, I know. He's talking about Tayshawn. Who he was okay last week in his return. Today, abysmal. Hey, he's back. Longtime sponsor, nationwide agent, Jeff Vukovic. Vuk. For all your auto, home, business needs, contact Vuk at Vuk. jeffvuk.com. And remember, OB, Nationwide is indeed on your, your side. There, all right, OB. Smart love it. There you go. There you go. All right, coming back with uh, every call we can get in here before 5 o'clock on 720 WGN. Bears wide receiver Darnell Mooney, Hampton OB, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at chevydrivechicago.com. Everybody in the stadium, everybody on the field thought that the Packers had jumped off sides and Justin Fields had a free play, but the refs did not call it. That's what uh, Mooney's talking about on that play. It's interesting that he mentioned momentum, which uh, there was... It's everything in the game. It's everything. And you know what? Aaron Rodgers is a momentum machine. He can create it, so you've got to be able to stop it and steal it, and we never really did. Uh, that one drive in the uh, beginning of the fourth quarter gave us a great chance, and then the defense let it... Away. That was our BBB Trusted Review, which is brought to you by the Better Business Bureau. Find a business you can trust at BBB.org. All right. Uh, let's, let's get these calls. Let's run through them. Let's see. Chad, welcome to WGN. Go ahead, Chad. Chad, are you there? Chad, good effort. Diane Hampshire, welcome, Diane. Thank you very much. Enjoy your uh experience and uh passion for the game you guys on wgn radio thank you just one comment that i have observed uh watching this team all my life uh there's right this year there's undeniable talent but have you ever heard the comment i played my heart out for my team and my coaches need i say more we are uninspired and we are not accountable Good right. call, dear. Thank you, Diane. Appreciate you. Uh, you know, that a girl, Diane. And, and you know, correct. Ob keeps saying it. it's right in front of you. When's George going to identify it? All right, next one. Matt Champagne, are you there, Matt? I'm still here. Oh, you're, I'm sorry, Matt. Didn't get rid of you. My bad, John. Let me get you in here. What's up, John? Well, first of all, I want to congratulate both of you guys. I read the Tribune last week. And uh, seeing the relationship of you two really was a heartfelt experience Aww. that uh, former players do. Uh, I've been a player myself. I've been a coach for 38 years. And it's like, you know what? That's great. That's the best thing I saw last week. There's nothing better in the news than that. So, first of all, I want to congratulate you guys for being that way. I really do. I, I mean it from my heart. Thank you, John. Thank you. Uh, and the second thing, going to the game, you know, it's like, you know what? Uh, I'm frustrated, too. I think Fields is definitely the future guy. There's no doubt. Uh, they need to develop the whole line somehow. And I don't think they have the guys. I don't care who coaches them. Uh, they need to do a lot of things with many things. And uh, everybody knows that. You guys know it. You play the game. So it's like... It's going to take a while. We're, we're not going to. We're not ready to meet the Packers. As much as we look semi decent, semi, uh, it's not the way it is now. So you know, it's yep. going to take a while, and uh, you know, uh, it's 
patience is running out on everybody, and it's so easy to criticize. But John, you hang in there, my friend. We're up against the clock here. Thank you so much for your call. Yeah, uh, thanks, Johnny. So the Bucks are up next, and uh, we will see if they can match up against Brady. It, it does not get any easier. It's, and no, it doesn't. And today would have been a monumental building platform <clears> for the <throat> momentum and enthusiasm for the team, and yet. Everybody going, all the players driving home tonight, in their heart of hearts, they're going to be saying, did I really pour it out? And the second thing they're going to be saying, do these coaches know what the hell they're doing? That's, what, that's the big thing that jumps out at me at this game. When we talked about it, I told Danny before he went on the air, folks, this this coaching staff, they have, they're lost in space, folks. I mean, there's no way they could talk their way out of this mess. They're the problem. They are not the players, not the ownership. They are the problems with the Chicago Bears right now. Thank you, for Maggie li- and his staff. Thank you for listening to Hampton OB. Thanks to Kaz, Th- Sam Martino. Thank you for producing Ben Anderson as well. Your Chicago and McDonald's is hiring right now. Get more than just a job. Start building your future today. Working at McDonald's, you get time off and a flexible schedule. So working there also works for you. You can achieve your goals and keep moving up with tuition assistance and the opportunity for growth. And of course, you'll get free employee meals. Apply today at career.mcdonalds.com. Jobs you apply for may be in a restaurant owned by a franchisee, not McDonald's. Franchisees are responsible for all employment at their restaurants. Thanks for listening to Happen OB. We'll see you next week on 720 WGN.